Brighton Talk Sex, the sex education we never had at school. You're listening to Brighton Talk Sex. Sponsored by She Said Boutique, bringing to you the finest selection of designer lingerie, burlesque fashion, adult toys, and erotica. Chocolate, sex, and my cycle. My name is Ashana and I am a women's empowerment coach and I am passionate about periods. For the past four years I have tuned into the gifts of my menstrual cycle, using the inner seasons of winter, spring, summer and autumn to track my cycle. To give you more of an idea, women show up differently in the world depending on which quarter or season of the cycle they are in. The first half is the light, the building up, high energy expansion, penetrating the world, getting shit done, I can do this alone, the masculine yang part of the cycle, the deep inhale, and the second part of the cycle is the exhale, the contraction, the slowing down and letting go, the voyage within, the feminine, Yin, darkness, Kali, radiance shining from within. I am not alone. Each cycle is about experiencing the light and the shadow, and you get to be reborn each and every month. Sex. Because of the changing nature of my cycle, I get to be a sensual goddess at one point passionate, wild and experimental the next, and super soft and sensitive. From the juiciness at ovulation and just before my bleed, or dry like an autumn leaf. Ah, the sensitivity of my breasts. Tweak my nipples, please. This is all part of my colourful collage of normal. Me, my cycle and my sexuality. Chocolate. No, wait. Enchanted chocolate. No wait, enchanted moon chocolate. When I discovered that my friend Aradhana had created moon chocolate, four bars of chocolate medicine with herbs and superfoods to support the seasons of the cycle, guess who was first in line to get theirs? Love heart in winter, playful in spring, chocolate for a goddess in summer, and the Queen in Autumn. So, enchanted chocolate in one hand and wild power in the other, I embarked on a journey, tracking my cycle, using the chocolate to support me on my way. Never before have I been so excited for the start of my cycle. Day one, winter. How you bleed sets the tone for the whole of your cycle. Wild power. Day one is a favourite of mine, a release of tension and stepping into bliss. What's important is surrender, a total letting go. The cosiness of my duvet sets the tone for the day, dressing myself in soft fabrics, moving slowly, talking quietly, sitting in stillness, a sense of calm and deep inner rest. I stop and take my first slice of Love Heart chocolate, a velvety, guilt-free sweet treat after a Christmas of indulgence. 
a warm, soothing hug in a bar, taking time to stop, be present with myself and the sensation of the chocolate. Day three, visioning. The juicy part of my bleed. Download after download of what I want to step, what I want to step towards, how I want my life to be. I reach for my love heart chocolate to assist me through this special moment, being held with love and feeling the support of my sisters behind me. The chocolate stops me in my tracks. I move my hands away from the keyboard, sit back in my chair and let the chocolate melt in my mouth. Mmm. The superfood ingredients, yes. But more importantly, yes to the end of doing and entering into being. Day six, wobble. Today is the space between winter and spring, the crossover day, or as I like to call the wobble, where things get a bit messy and unbalanced, where I think, what on earth is wrong with me? This day happens between each season, and I now know to put these days in my calendar to warn me when I might have a wobble day. Day seven, spring. I just love how spring is described in wild power. So if in winter you're in hibernation, in spring you're like this newly hatched chick coming out of its shell, peering up at the bright lights in the world, looking out with curiosity and playfulness. It's really important that you go really gently in this stage. I spent the morning lazing in front of a fire and receiving the most exquisite touch. Lover, because he knows where I am in my cycle, he cherishes this tender body of mine. Day nine and 10. Here I am, this chick has hatched out of her shell. A shift in gear, my, my sexual energy is flowing, passion ignited. I'm allowing the pleasure of the chocolate to play with me. Ah, I celebrate with a juicy playlist, loving my body, my place in the world, my sexiness, my aliveness. Playful is no ordinary chocolate. When I look at the list of superfood ingredients and my current state of being, I'd say this chocolate is working its magic. Day 12, summer. Things are moving fast, man. My energy has skyrocketed. It's almost too much for me to contain, but I'm still really loving my body, the shapes and curves and the mild achiness after losing myself in the dance last night. Day 17. Uh-oh, I've already got to run out of chocolate for a goddess. It's so flipping delicious, I wanted to share it with my loved ones. This was a great discovery for me because the past three summers, I've noticed that I get really generous. It's great to be in a giving energy, but not if I cut myself short. It made me wonder, where else in my life am I giving myself away and leaving myself short of time, energy or resources. See, this is the great thing about menstrual cycle awareness. There are patterns just waiting to be discovered each and every month. All you need to do is tune in and listen. Day 21, autumn, a slowing down. 
I'm noticing a need for quiet and less words. I feel dreamy and soft, a welcome end to the huge surge of energy I experienced during summer. The end of the masculine and into the feminine. Sitting with my intention of pleasure, I tuck into the queen, calling to my, my own inner sovereign to compassionately hold me. The chocolate dark, enveloping me, protecting me. My body tingles with delight, energy arching my back and tipping my head back in the heart-opening posture. Oh, a cheeky mindful moment indeed. I just love how this chocolate activates me. Day 24, today. So I'm rushing around and of course I forget my business cards. Thank goodness I've got a mailing list that you can join to get your free ebook, Ashana's Menstrual Magic. And I'm invited to dress sexy. Sexy? Don't you know I'm in autumn and all I want to do is wear my pyjamas? But I know that a sex sexy is an inside job. It doesn't matter what skirt I'm wearing or the colour of my lips. If I really turn up here, show up in my fullness, regardless of what colour that is, that is so goddamn sexy. And if I do it, that gives permission for others to do it. Let's be 100% unapologetically us. Dear women, stop waiting for permission. You may not get it. The world has no template for your fullness. It must be taught by your example. Isis Lior. Whew, that was quite some journey tracking my cycle this month. So, in conclusion, Moon Chocolate has added rocket fuel to my sex life because sexuality starts here and here and everywhere in between. This body is wired for pleasure and I don't need a lover to experience it. As many a poet say, I am love. I am lover and the beloved. Moon chocolate welcomes a moment of pleasure and presence and gently guides me back home to myself to bathe in my sensuality, soft and tender, wild and free. The superfood ingredients activating my sexual energy, my mental capacity and stamina. The chocolate has provided a precious daily intimacy with myself because when I'm in deep connection with me, rooted in this body, then I can be in full connection with you and melt into the vast mystery of life. Chocolate, sex and my cycle. Never before have I been so excited for day one of my cycle. Thank you. That was really amazing. <laughs> I just love listening to you and love all the passion that you, in your voice and in your sharing and I don't know, just the beauty of your words. When I had my eyes closed and I was listening to you and it just, it touches something and I feel with women sat with their eyes closed and listened to this again and again, it would just touch another part and reveal another part of them so thank you mm, thank you it was real fun to share <laughs> yeah. i've got a big smile on my face <laughs> so today um i'm with ashana 
and um, Ashana spoke of Brighton Talk Sex last evening, which it was a totally different uh, vibe to see you in skin and bones and, <laughs> and glow. Um, and sharing, of course, sex, chocolate and my cycle. So I'd just like to ask you a few questions that have been buzzing around my head and you know were reflected in what women were asking mm. last night. So um, to start really from someone who is coming into this from a new place, mm. um, could you please explain these seasons and where they are at, how someone completely new to this would understand yeah. what spring, summer, autumn, winter Yeah, is. totally. So, um, yeah, so if you imagine your cycle is split into four and um, day one is the first day that you bleed and that, that's in winter. Um, and each season lasts around maybe six or seven days. Uh, but each person's cycle is, is slightly different and unique to them. Um, and then you transition into spring, summer and then autumn and each season has a particular quality or particular gifts just waiting to be felt and experienced. Um, and if you start to really tune in to those different seasons, you can really discover some real patterns, really unique to you, but mm -hmm. also quite universal for for women which mm. is just so it's so exciting for me to like for example I discovered this month that I get really generous in summer mm. um, and there's a book called Wild Power um, and so I looked in the book and generosity is one of the themes for summer mm. and I was just like that's incredible <laughs> that I've got that shared experience so yeah the inner seasons is all about there's different sort of qualities that you you arrive in mm. um, and you can really tailor your life so that your your cycle really supports you mm. so like if you're going out on a date for example a great time would be summer because you're radiating your energy is mm. really outward you're you're going to be more yeah really yeah. vibrant um if you're having a really cosy night with some friends, maybe that's um, good in autumn, maybe not so good in summer because you want to be a bit more active. Mm. Um, yes, yeah, so there's different different things that you can do in each, each part of the cycle. So if someone's not regular, because you were saying mm. the seasons change every seven days, yeah. so if they don't have a... That they don't bleed every 28 days and it could be different every month. Yeah. But is it like a feeling into because of the mood change? You know, how would someone work with this affair? Yeah, totally. Irregular? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what really helped for <coughs> me is um, I used the book Wild Power, but I've, mm -hmm. I've created my own sort of take on it. I've got a free ebook mm -hmm. um, called Ishana's Menstrual Magic. So um, once you start really tuning into the cycle, you'll feel your own unique shift in gear. Like it's yeah. really obvious for me now. Okay. Um, yeah, you might go from feeling maybe a bit tired to, mm. oh, feeling a bit more lifted today. Mm. Um, and again, like if you're in summer, you've got lots of energy. And then when you cross over to autumn, 
it's almost like, oh, where did all that energy go? Mm. So it's a real invitation to just really come back to yourself, tune into how you are and, yeah, yeah, be guided by that. This is, this is a framework which is brilliant, but it's only workable when you tailor it to your unique experience. It seems like um, an opportunity for you know, a, a young girl or a, a blossoming woman and a woman to, to know herself more deeply and uniquely rather than, would you say, this uh, idea that we're all the, all the same, that our periods are all going to look the same, mm. all going to feel the same. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. I, I just absolutely wish... That I discovered this when I was a teenager. Mm. It would have saved me a lot of a lot of hassle. Um, but yeah, totally. Everyone's very different, and the length of someone's cycle is different. The length that people bleed is different. Um, and to know, it feels like it's okay if there's days where you are feeling withdrawn, or yeah. there's days when you're feeling quiet. Absolutely. That okay, that we don't always have to be in this space of doing yeah that's just what I'm sensing from what you're saying yeah actually you know because there's this typical thing like oh god it must be time of the month you know the amount of times that's thrown around you know or yeah. oh why are you like that do you want yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah but it would give a woman permission to actually feel what yeah. she's feeling yeah totally it's been a real process for me as well like there's so much stigma around um periods and the menstrual cycle mm. um but actually where I, I really love it when my when i bleed now which sounds quite radical but like most of my most of my sort of heightened spiritual experiences have happened when i've been bleeding it mm. becomes a real sacred 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 time where I'm really plugged in and just mm. yeah just receive all sorts of wonderful visions and how I want my life to be and yeah it's quite yeah magical yeah. <laughs> for me I think the bleed is a huge release I was with a young girl recently and it actually really touched me that she was so young mm. and she walked in and she said it's my period yes I'm a woman <laughs> yes. and um, normally it. I've been around young girls and women that mm. oh god it's my period and it's, it's going to be painful and it's going to hurt and mm. all this stigma I suppose where she yeah. was actually like yes <laughs> I want to meet this person I <laughs> yeah. love it yeah wow brilliant I'd love to know how she got her messages like has it I've no yeah. idea she yeah. it was just a complete surprise yeah. This young girl, for me to meet this young girl, and that was her. Brilliant. That was her approach to yeah. it, and it was really refreshing. Yeah, and that will have ripples on her friends, and lovely, yeah. really great. Amazing. Women mm. giving permission to other women. Yeah. 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 Um, so, we spoke briefly last night um, that you do women empowerment things. Yeah. So, how does, that, how does that look? How does that Yeah get presented so yeah I've been in, in a massive process of really tuning in to what brings me joy and uh, yeah the menstrual cycle awareness work is such a huge passion of mine so there's mm -hmm. different sort of strands of how um, people can work with me one is to kind of inform them of the menstrual cycle awareness process um, 
Another strand is around, um, I've got a process called premenstrual permission. Okay. So my, my journey with this work started because I had a really challenging um, PMT. Mm. I'd get to the end of my months, I'd be an absolute emotional wreck, really unstable, right. had um, suicidal thoughts, all, all sorts of stuff. And I just thought, this, this, is, this can't be right, what's going on? Mm. And sort of my inquiry into that has led me here today. Mm. So um, what I do with premenstrual permission is provide a safe container for women to really empty out all of the stuff that they've been carrying um, for that month. So in autumn, so the week leading up to the period, mm. it's a real build-up of tension. So mm. any emotions that you're not really facing, any situations, anything that you've been ignoring comes to the surface in autumn. How odd that actually says that in the name. Tension. Yeah. yeah. And that we don't even... Gosh, yeah. never even thought. Totally. Yeah, well, we're, yeah. Not, we're not... Yeah, we're just not taught this stuff. No. Um... So, yes, yeah, a real build-up. And if you ignore or suppress or maybe drink alcohol or, or mm. any, any sort of way of avoiding feeling, then all of that stuff gets carried over into your next cycle and it's, you're likely to have more of a challenging bleed because mm. all of those emotions, tension, will kind of still be with you. So, what so I it think, just becomes a build-up every month yeah, of suppressed... Yeah shit yeah and right. yeah it gets stored into your body and mm. so the idea with premenstrual permission is that it is literally a container just to empty yourself <laughs> literally empty yourself there's no trying to fix or problem solve or <laughs> try, yeah yeah literally just like all of that anger and tension that you got maybe towards your partner or you yeah. know irritability towards your kids it's just like this is the place that you can do it and cool. um and and the idea is that like if you really really empty yourself mm. you can start your cycle fresh and this is this is I mean I'm excited about the whole of the cycle work but I love it so day one is really like you're you're reborn mm -hmm. and you can start afresh how you want to be in the world and then you go out in the world and be who you want to be and then the second half of the cycle, you kind of go in and it's like a stripping of all of that stuff you've built up so that you can be reborn. And it's like you're building and building each month. Mm. It's so freaking exciting. <laughs> um, but you can't build if you're carrying loads of your stuff. No. So if you have this emptying out each month. Feels really... like permission to be more of a woman as well because yeah. really after each bleed you're then a new woman yeah and that may have a different quality to yeah. the woman you were last month totally it just feels like becoming more and more in your morenessnessness yeah. <laughs> as yeah. an awesome woman that's mm. wonderful one yeah. of the uh, ladies i um, last night i just remembered said um what if you're not bleeding and she wasn't talking about um menopause yeah um so and you you came back with yeah. an answer for that yeah so you can um follow the phases of the moon right um so the new moon would be day one of your cycle and mm -hmm. the full moon when you're ovulating and in your fullness um and it's the same for menopause you can go by the um phases 
of the moon and and if you're on the pill or any other hormonal hormonal contraceptive mm. aids that obviously um impacts your natural kind of cycle yes you will have your own cycle but it'll be a lot um more subtle mm. um and i d- i didn't actually realize that when if you are taking contraception and you bleed it's it's not actually no, a real it's not a, a real, real bleed, bleed. yeah no. it's um a withdrawal from um the the drugs yeah. that you're taking so i was like wow that's yeah that's oh quite... gosh that just made me feel weird <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and i think you know it's brilliant that we have all of these choices on mm. how to um have our own sex life and sexuality and control our hormones and stuff like that but I don't know if we get the full information of Mm. what impact that can have on our body so we're not fully informed and it's quite easily kind of prescribed to people Mm. um so yeah it's like if people are wondering whether or not they should be on the pill or not it's good it's worth investigating a bit more yeah, and definitely. seeing seeing what's right for you, and mm-hmm. um, rather than following a norm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely. I think mm. also, you know, the like you said, the the pills suppress so much. Yeah, and if um, that even I suppose even premenstrual tension. Yeah. To some element, it will water it down. Is that yeah. what you mean by everything becomes subtle? Well, I think, I think. We, I mean, we, we are cyclical beings, women. Mm. Um, so we, if you are taking contraception, you will have some sort of cycle. But my own personal experience when I was taking the pill, it it, it cranked up my emotions. It made me more right. emotional. It, mm. Yeah, I really experienced a decline in my mental health when I took the pill. So I'm like totally steer clear of it now. But you know people take the pill for all sorts of different reasons it isn't just mm. because they're wanting you know an active sex life mm-hmm. um, so it's totally about tuning in to what feels right for you mm-hmm. um, but like from coming from the other side of taking the pill and then not like I just I get so much joy from being in my natural my natural cycle and being really tuned in mm. yeah that's great. really that's really clear with you I mean you're not I know you've read the book, and but you're not coming from a space of intellect. It's more like this is your this is your life mm. that you're sharing, and I think that makes that more approachable and achievable yeah. for others because you know you're a woman just the same as everyone yeah. else, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've managed it. <laughs> Yeah, beautifully yeah. Oh, and, and look good for it mm. and good for the chocolate yeah <laughs> <laughs> too yeah. which I had some yesterday which made me very high yeah. <laughs> it's just it is potent stuff <laughs> um yeah so is there anything any tips you'd like to suggest to any women listening yeah yeah well I, um, on my phone, I've got my calendar on my phone and I always do a pre- put a predicted day one of my cycle on each month so I've got a sense of 
when it's going to start. And um, is that an app? Sorry, or is it? No, literally, no. literally just on the calendar on my phone. But yeah, there are like tons of apps that you can also use. Okay. Um, and it's good as well because it means I can dig out my own old underwear. <laughs> Okay. So my sexy lingerie doesn't get ruined, like, yeah. just, uh, nothing worse than your nice knickers getting ruined when you've got <laughs> an unexpected day one. Mm. Um, so it's all about being a little bit prepared. Um, what else? Um, yeah, so... I see, sorry, you've journaled as well. So would that be one of your tips, to write down how they are feeling? Yeah, so that's a huge part of the menstrual cycle awareness is that um, you really tune into how you are either physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally mm-hmm. um, and you can be like proper rigid of it, like really taking note of everything or you can do it quite casually. Like I started off really casually and just spotting stuff as mm-hmm. I went like, and that, that worked well for me but... I've got a friend who's really tuned into it and actually uses photography as a way of tracking her cycle. And she's noticed that the type of photos that she takes um, is impacted from where she is in her cycle. Wow. Which is just incredible. When Mm. she's noticed patterns, she she really catalogues it each month. So you can get creative with it. I, I use a journal, I write on my blog and... Mm-hmm. But yeah, there are lots of apps and stuff, yeah. Mm. So a calendar and yeah. a journal, yeah. possibly. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you feel? Mm, a calendar journal. I'm trying to think of anything else. No, just, just being, you know, just giving yourself space to really mm. tune in. I like to have a bit of space at the end of the month to sort of reflect on any patterns I've mm-hmm. noticed. Um, and what, what was your kind of approach to this? Were you kind of serious and logical and <laughs> analytical or were you just curious and yeah. just watching and, yeah, you know, just being curious about what happens? How was your yeah. approach? Because I expect that can have a... Yeah, totally curious um, and not not rigid at all. But, like, Mm. I think however you are, you'll find your own way. But I think it's when, yeah, little surprises. Like, I don't don't really drink alcohol these days, but around day 26, 27, I really want a glass of wine. Mm. And I know that I totally don't want a glass (laughs) of wine, but there's something in me... I think it's about the tension getting quite strong. So it's yeah. like this real urge to, um, for comfort and to sort of run away from this feeling. And yeah. I think I spotted that after about two months. Um, but I'm, I'm, <laughs> I love self-awareness. I'm like yeah. totally, yeah, really, I totally believe that if you become a mistress of your inner world then your outer world just like magically transforms so I'm really really in tune with what's going on internally and how's that impacting the outside yeah so so when you found that you were wanting this glass of wine which we all do yeah (laughs) um did you allow yourself a glass of wine or did you just 
notice it? How did yeah. you tend to that yeah. desire? Because uh, there's obviously an old one. Yeah, yeah. So definitely had the uh, the glass or two <laughs> of wine, and mm-hmm. because because it's because I don't drink, it was such an unusual behaviour for me that I was mm. just like, what was that about? And then to notice the same thing happen the next month, it's just mm. like, oh, hang on a minute, I don't actually need, I don't need to do that. Mm. Like, and um, I'm really fascinated by our sort of inner parts, mm. and I kind of think, oh, what what part in me actually wants that glass of wine? Yeah, and it's like, oh, what what could I give that part instead of mm. a glass of wine? So yeah, that's my process. I remember doing that with smoking. Yeah. that I would have this desire for smoking and then just uh, I began to listen, you know, mm. what, you know, like you said, and what part of, it was like what part of my body, I would listen to what, actually what part of my body was screaming mm. for the cigarette and then go in there and find that she was a, a part of my psyche, let's say, yeah. that wanted a cigarette. She felt shit, and so yeah. she was going to make herself feel more shit <laughs> by having a cigar- right. cigarette. Wow. So it's really, you know, we was just saying we all have these parts of us that yeah. actually they're crying for something, but it mm. may not be wine yeah. or cigarettes. Yeah, or, insert other addiction. Yes, yeah, an expression <laughs> or something, yeah. some weird addiction. Yeah, it's yeah. like an inner alarm system, isn't it? It's mm. like whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like a demanding child. Yeah. I want something, I need totally. something, and this is the only way I can let you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and so for my own process, I've, I've yeah, been in this big, like this, that like little child has been driving this adult body for a long 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 time mm. and it hasn't it's been until I've done this inner work that I've been able to separate from that and adult me mm. can can drive this body and give love to that little part of me so she's not so in control mm. yeah she's still there often though <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah. not such a bad thing. No, no. <laughs> no. And your, you mentioned a, a blog. Is your blog, your is it a blog of your personal journey? Or is it a blog of advice? Yeah. Or is it a mix? Yeah, a mix. It's. I started writing it 1st of January 2015. That's very, very precise. Uh, yeah, it's because <laughs> I woke up with like this horrid hangover and... Um, I was just like, I just don't want, this isn't the life I want for myself. Mm. And, uh, yeah, yeah, life started to unravel from that point and I accessed therapy and trained to run the Brighton Marathon and changed cool. my lifestyle completely mm-hmm. um, and then quit my job, went travelling and then... You went the whole shebang then. I did, <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> And then, yeah, got involved in Tantra and, yeah, so it's, it's my, my journey of that and I'm, I, I share quite a lot, which um, there's a bit of nervousness in my voice when I right, did that. yeah. Um, you bear your bottom. Yeah, totally, totally cool. do. And um, I, it's important I do mm. because, um, yeah. It's so, got to be real yeah. for others to read. Yeah. The amount of women that must read your blog and know how that feels yeah or resonate with it on some level and that's what's important yeah you know that 
sort of separation of there's someone who knows stuff mm. that I don't. There's actually someone there who knows stuff because they've been yeah. how I am feeling right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I just, I often get people messaging me saying, oh, thank you so much for writing that. Like, I'll often mm. write about stuff that people don't talk about and mm. really bringing stuff into people's awareness. It's, yeah, it's a real... It's a real joy, yeah. Mm. Well, you are an absolute joy <laughs> and a pleasure. <laughs> thank you. So, um, thank you. You have been listening to Brighton Talk Sex. Audio hosted by Michelle Roberton. For more information, please visit brightontalksex.com.